0: Hey there, welcome to the Living La Vida Plant-Based Podcast, a podcast where we'll dive deep into all things related to living a plant-based lifestyle. I'm your host, Morella, and my goal is to help you discover how to thrive at any stage of your life. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Living La Vida Plant-Based Podcast. I hope you're having a fantastic week. Uh, Today I want to do a little uh, something different. I wanted to share a very personal story with you. One that I've been kind of reluctant to share um, for no other reason than the fact that I tend to be a little um, very personal and I don't necessarily like to um, air dirty laundry, kind of, so to speak. (laughs) Um, So it wasn't until I spoke to a friend a few weeks ago um, that we were talking about my journey and how I got to be where I am today that she said to me, she said, I've never knew that about you. And I don't know why I don't share that. Because if it's happened to you, I'm sure there's tons of women out there with the same uh, or similar issues. And perhaps you telling or sharing your story will help them realize that A, they're not alone. And B, that there is hope that this isn't the end of the road. And that, um, you know, going through these uh, changes of life are quite normal, and that they um, happen, uh, you know, to all of us, like we're all going to go through hormonal changes throughout our lives, it's normal. Um, And menopause in particular, perimenopause, tends to be uh, kind of like a taboo subject, we don't talk much about it. Um, Although now, um, it's starting to become more You know, a a topic that is open for all of us to discuss, and and women are starting to feel more comfortable discussing uh, their issues. Um, You know, but for a long time, I think it's kind of been a subject that, you know, you kind of went through on your own and really didn't discuss it, even with your girlfriends. Um, So, anyway, I'm hoping that um, this resonates with you or some of you. And if it does, that in some way, shape or form, it helps you realize that, um, that there is hope and there is, um, you know, light at the end of the tunnel and you will get to the other side and be totally, you know, happy again. <laughs> um, so for me, it was about, I guess, almost about seven years ago now. I was in, you know, I just a few months into my 50s. And I woke up one morning, it was January, and I remember it like it was yesterday, and I looked in the mirror, and I just felt so, like, disconnected with the image, the reflection that was staring back at me, like, I, it's like I didn't even recognize myself, and I just started to cry, it just, you know, I'm even getting choked up now talking about it, but I started to sob, like, what is happening to me? Like, why don't I feel that, you know, joy? Why do I feel so sad? Why, you know, has my life um, gotten to this point where it just felt like every day rolled into the next and um, it wasn't um, productive? I didn't feel productive, even though, you know, I would have a full-time job. I've been self-employed for um, over, you know, About 30 years now, um, you know, a very successful business. But um, I I just felt like it wasn't enough. I wasn't getting that same joy from it. And then, you know, the other side of it it was too that now my kids were at an age where they didn't need me the way they did before. You know, um, I didn't feel that um, useful in their lives anymore. Although that's so silly. Um, We all need. Um, At least I do. I still need my mom. I call her every day, many times a day. (laughs) But um, it just felt like, okay, so who am I? What am I? What is it that, you know, now I had this time um, that I could dedicate to myself, but I didn't know what that meant. I didn't have um, uh, even like an inkling. Of what it was that made me happy anymore. I felt like I I need to rediscover who I was. And it was just a a sense of feeling so lonely and uh, disconnected. And um, that wasn't just, you know, I mean, I was so emotional. I would cry for no reason. I would get so cranky and angry and bitchy. if you ask my husband uh, about that time in our relationship, it was tough. You know, it was a tough time. And, you know, um, I'm grateful that he um, is uh, the type of person that uh, always was there for me and wanting to, um, you know, make sure that I was okay. And he encouraged me to look into why things were the way they were. I mean, um, I had some idea, obviously I was going through uh, perimenopause. So I knew that there was uh, something uh, going on there, but, um, you know, we couldn't uh, pinpoint exactly, uh, what it was. So, uh, obviously hormonal changes causes all kinds of, um, changes in us and our moods. Um, you know, I wasn't sleeping, so that didn't help. Um, so my diet and lifestyle at the time was very, uh, you know, on, on again, off again, you know, these fad diets and, um, the drinking, because, um, even though I wasn't, you know, an alcoholic by any stretch of the imagination, I did, um, enjoy, uh, having alcohol. Um, and then, know if I got emotional I would reach for that glass of wine and um, which ultimately wasn't the answer because it was just kind of um, adding on to the problems I was having with um, you know my sleep patterns and stress and um, just my generally you know unwell feeling so it was around this time then that I, I realized I need to do something. I need to um, get myself together because this is this can't be it, you know. And as I stared myself in the mirror, and I, I started to get angry at myself, and I just, you know, uh, I looked at myself. And I said, "Is this fucking it? Like, is this what my life has come to? Like, I'm this, you know, 50 year old, you know, um, unhappy woman, um, you know, just." Um, and I, I didn't know what to make of it. it just seems so uh, disheartening. So anyway, um once I pulled myself together, I did start doing a lot of research um on, on self um medicating in the in the sense, I guess, is looking at ways to um, improve my diet. Uh, get off these fat diets and and uh, look at ways that are more permanent that meant something. And I felt like I needed to look for things that made me happy and rediscover what exactly that was. So it's been a journey. Um, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It wasn't easy. Um, it was a lot of, uh, you know, fits of rage, fits of crying and, um, you know, issues with, uh, fighting with my husband and, you know, um, and then just feeling, like I said, so lonely and, um, not really, uh, wanting to, like I said, you know, I, I didn't discuss it openly with friends or family for that matter, because in some sense, you know, stupidly, I guess, um, I felt a sense of, um, not so much shame as I would call it, shame, um, I think it was more like a sense of failure if I if I kind of voiced it, like I kind of made it real. I thought if I kept it to myself, it, it would go away. So um, anyway. It wasn't until I decided to that this isn't right, that this isn't real, and I can't live like this, and this isn't normal, and there's got to be another way that I actually um, felt like I was in control, and I think a lot of me not wanting to share it was probably a sense of feeling out of control, and um, that's something that I, I don't like. I don't like that feeling of not being in control, and especially not being in control of my own life, uh, my own feelings, my own body. I felt um, like I was letting myself down. I was letting my family down. So um, and then, you know, the feelings of selfishness come in when you're trying to perhaps put yourself first and do something for yourself and, you know, letting people and your loved ones and your friends around you know that, you know what? I need to do this for me, and um, you know, you're just gonna have to be patient with me and whatever it takes. And hopefully, and like I said, thankfully, my husband is very understanding and supportive, and so are my, you know, my girls. So um, when I finally did figure out that you know this was all to do with hormones, and I needed to change, and uh, I started to seriously look at my diet, and that's when I, you know, uh, my journey into a plant-based diet started. And with small changes, uh, slowly, um, you know, within six months, I completely transitioned, but I noticed everything from my skin, uh, changing because once I gave up dairy, I started to notice clear skin, my, uh, acne cleared up and, uh, Bloating, which was a big problem for me. Digestion was a big issue. Um, I started to see changes there. Um, And then, with regards to the alcohol, I noticed that, you know, I would stop um, and reach for, um, instead of reaching for that glass of wine, I would look to, um, you know, maybe distract myself with uh, journaling or uh, doing other things that were more. Uh, constructive. So, if I was feeling anxious or feeling like I was starting to get that overwhelmed, um, you know, go have a bath. I would read. Um, I invested a lot in reading, uh, buying different books uh, with regards to health and wellness, and um, you know, a plant-based um, lifestyle. And watching a lot of documentaries, and that started me on this journey, and eventually um, getting, you know, educated on it, formally educated, and um, you know, in the um, uh, plant-based nutrition, and becoming a health coach, so that I can um, share my story and help other women. Because today I am happy, I have direction in my life, I feel like I I'm in control again um food doesn't control me alcohol doesn't control me i don't feel like i have to turn to a glass of wine to get that you know comfort or that feeling of control again so a lot has changed and like i said it's not an easy road it's taken a long time but um there is hope and hormone balance is achievable and you can achieve it through proper nutrition through a healthy lifestyle. Um, you know, I took my um, fitness more seriously. Uh, I was one of these people who I've always been health conscious and, you know, joined a gym and had a membership. But, you know, we're I always had that, it, It's it was a mental shift I had to make. I, it wasn't, um, I always felt like the gym was sort of like, you know, a punishment kind of mentality where oh you know what I had the piece of cake so I better go work out or I-, I need to go you know do 30 minutes of cardio to so that I can have that glass of wine and once I made that mental shift that I was working out and exercising and moving my body for health reasons to make it healthier to make it you know um, to be more fit to be um for longevity because I want to be able to you know walk without a cane in my 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever, um, to be able to go up and down a set of stairs without being winded, um, to one day, you know, chase after my grandkids. So once I made that mental shift of why I was doing what I was doing and it wasn't because it was to fit into, you know, a size four pair of jeans and it wasn't for, you know, the, the look, uh, it was for, um, fixing something that um, meant I was going to be healthy for a long time and I was going to be there for my family, I started to slowly rediscover little things about myself that I totally like forgot that I enjoyed doing um, simply because life happens. And when you are a mom, and I'm supposed for dads too, <laughs> you know, you kind of put yourself in the back burner. You forget um a, who you are, because you're so busy, you know, going through the monotonous every day of like, you know, the kids and work and, you know, that you, like I said, take that back step and and you're no longer kind of um, as important, or at least, you know, your kids take priority over, you know, that what little time you have, you're not taking for yourself, you're giving it to whoever needs it. So it wasn't until... Um, I started to make those changes and that I started to rediscover, oh, you know what? I really do enjoy drawing. I enjoy sitting and reading a book um, that is, you know, just for me. Uh, I enjoy taking a bath and uh, relaxing. Um, I enjoy yoga, um, you know, and all these little things that, you know, you just forget about yourself, Um come to light. It's almost as they reappear once you start to give yourself that mental permission, I guess it is. And um, yeah, so as I improved um, and my mood improved and my sleep improved, um, I, once I started to feel better about myself, I had so much more to give to those around me. So, you know, that saying that says, fill your cup first, it's so true because when you're on empty, it's hard to give what you don't have. So, you know, um, once I started looking in the mirror and appreciating the reflection and um, making a connection again with that woman that was staring back at me, it, it started to all kind of fit into place. And it's hard to, I guess um, put into words, but, um, the feelings I'm trying to convey are that there is, um, a real, um, you under there. Like it's not, you know, I, I don't even know how to put into words to be honest, but, um, what I'm trying to say is that there is hope that it's not, uh, something that you have to live with for the rest of your life. Because eventually, uh, after perimenopause, you go into menopause, which is, you know, the 12 months of having no period, consecutive 12 months of having no period, you're now into menopause. And like, I'm in such a blissful space now. And I feel like so many women um, out there may you know, be feeling or that are going through perimenopause may be feeling like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? Who am I? And, you know, sometimes too, if you don't have supportive um spouse or, you know, a circle around you, or if you're not sharing what you're feeling, uh, people don't know how to help you. And they just think you're being a bitch and, you know, um, they leave you alone. Um, and stay out of your way, which puts you into a more lonely and kind of secluded (laughs) space. So I encourage you to, you know, if you don't have that supportive circle around you, find um, women, uh, a group or something that, you know, um, that can help you um, kind of share what you're feeling and know that it's totally normal but that there's so much you can do it's not out of your control and that's one thing i wish um i had known back then is that because i did feel alone and i did feel like oh my god like i am going crazy and that's how you feel you feel like you're absolutely going mad <laughs> and that nobody else around you understands and because i mean i grew up in a home where nobody talked about it like you know, my aunts, my mom, my grandmother, I mean, my grandmother, God bless her, she, you know, um, till the day she died when she was 94, I never once heard her say anything about menopause. And in speaking to my mom, once I started to, you know, go through kind of this stuff and asking her questions, um, she said, my grandmother actually never talked to her about it. And that they never saw her go through any of this, and I have to wonder, um, you know, if a lot of it had to do with my grandmother's diet and lifestyle it was so much more natural. Like they ate off the land. Um, she, her exercise, although she didn't go to a gym, she, you know, her exercise was, you know, uh, being an active housewife. And perhaps um, she was very, very particular about the food she ate. She never, um, you know, ever, ever, ever ate leftovers. She absolutely, um, you know, she was a small eater. Um, she was, you know, alcohol. I don't even think I ever saw my grandmother have a sip of wine <laughs> or um, complain about sleep. She never took medication so I think a lot of it has to do, um, and I know it, a lot of it, it um, has to do with uh, diet and lifestyle. Um, you know, you look at the uh, people in the blue zones, um, you know, that live to, you know, in the hundreds, um, happy, healthy, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that they have a very different lifestyle as far as diet is concerned, as far as lifestyle. You know, they live in community. There, um, which is so important. And I think, and it, like the message that I'm trying to also get across is find your tribe because it's so important. And it now I realize that, you know, going or attempting to do this alone was a mistake because you do need to have that kind of um, feedback and be able to talk to people just openly um, about what you're going through and people that are. I'm going to understand you because they're going through the same thing. So, you know, um, yeah. So if anything um, I would like to leave you with is that there is um, light at the end of that uh, tunnel and it's not a train coming at you. That um, once you do Go through it all, um, you will find that uh, you're happy again, that you've got purpose, that you were put here for a reason, and that once you find that why, it's like hell on wheels. Like you would just, you're non, (laughs) you'll be unstoppable. So until next time, think like a queen. A queen is not afraid to fail. Failure is another stepping stone to greatness, as per Oprah. So my friends, I hope that I've left you with a little bit of hope and that you found this useful. And um, thank you for allowing me to be vulnerable here on this platform. Before you go, I want to tell you about my free guide, Thrive, Don't Just Survive. I designed this guide to give you actionable steps you can take today to relieve symptoms of hormone imbalances. Head over to my website, www.livinglavidaplantbased.com and download your copy today. Okay, so there you have it. I hope you enjoyed listening. Please remember to rate this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening from so that together we can make a difference. Until next time, live well to age well.